0: Welcome, kings and queens, to One Sick Beat. I am your host, One Sick Beat. Here at One Sick Beat, we don't cry. We thrive. We don't whine. We whine. Our wine of the day, of course, is from the McBride sisters. Black girl magic Sparkling roots. Delicious. Remember, the definition of one to be is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles. That life, though, let them without warning, but refuses to carry the spirit of Today, I am honored to interview a self-help coach. We all go through things in life, and I feel like uh, it's okay if we need to reach out and ask somebody for advice. Um, Her name is Erin, so we're going to call her Coach Erin, and the name of her coaching is Journey in Her Shoes, and what attracted me to the name is because it says Journey in Her Shoes. We go through so many things, and nobody knows what it's like to walk in another person's shoes. And sometimes people might play judgment. i say, they got a bad attitude. or This is what we don't know what's going on. And for me battling a autoimmune disease, it definitely feels like a journey in her shoes because it's been plenty of times. I'm like, if somebody could just spend 24 hours in this body, they have a whole different opinion. So I love that she is coaching and empowering women. She's inspirational. She's so... Filled with the right words at the right time. She gave me the right words at the right time and challenged me to a challenge. And I did go through with the challenge. And at first I was like, you're challenge me. But then I went through with it and you succeed and you come out on the other side. So today I would like to introduce Miss Erin, Queen Erin. Welcome hey. to the TV podcast. How are you today?
1: I am great. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing all right. So... This is an awkward time in history, which is COVID. And being a coach, how personally has it been for you during COVID? Uh, any adjustments or any awkwardness, any feelings?
1: Oh, well, first, let me say thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so You're welcome. Covid has been hard. I think Covid has been hard on everybody. Besides Journey and her shoes, I also work in the hospital. I work in the admissions department, so, um, you know, I get to see firsthand how Covid can affect you and how it also can affect your family members because, you know, uh, visitors are restricted well, were restricted at a certain point, and it's hard. And I've also worked on the floors with patients, um, so you know, a lot of times some families can't. Be be there. That's, that's hard on people. Um, um, me personally, um, this pandemic has helped me um, focus on what's important in life. Um, it has set me down and gave me the time I needed to focus on some areas of my life that needed work. And it also um, allowed me to create the program that we're talking about today so all of that happened during the pandemic so I would say overall I am blessed um yeah. COVID did hit um did hit my family um everybody is okay thank God um but yeah it has it has been a lot and I think Just in general, people go through a lot on a daily basis, but with COVID, it it just makes it extra hard. And especially with the kids being um, homeschooled, they don't get, not homeschooled, but e-learning. They don't get that social interaction that that they need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So I think it's hard for everybody. So just finding that little bit of light and holding on to it i think that's that's very important and it you know that will help you keep going during those hard times so that's what i try to do i try to focus on the positive and um leave the negative where it is
0: amen so let's get into how we just heard how you birthed uh journey in her shoes it came through the pandemic can you please elaborate and tell us about this program how it started uh, what are your goals what do you do things that people need to know about this program
1: yeah journey in her Shoes. so let's talk about the name first and you did a great yes. job talking about the name um a few years back I was pregnant and um I ended up losing the baby and if I had a girl, her name was gonna be Journey, and that's how I was gonna spell it. Um, and in her shoes, when I go into my story, you'll you'll learn a little bit about why both names, you know, both pieces make sense. Um, And her shoes just came from different women going, different women and girls going through different things. And it's like, oh, she's mean. And you hit it right on the head. Oh, she's mean. Or why does she act like that? Or, you know, I don't like her because of this or this. And you really have no idea why she acts like that, why she's not smiling. You don't know what goes on in her home. You don't know if our family member is sick. You don't know, you know, that last comment or um, remark or rumor could just put her over the edge. So that's where the um, In Her Shoes came from. And it is not even just women, just people in general. You never know what that other person is going through. So combine um, both the names together and you get Journey In Her Shoes. Um, and what Journey In Her Shoes is, is a women and teens empowerment um, coaching service. And I think that's important because we go through so, so, so many things. And a lot of times we go through them um, alone and we don't have to. So part of my story is um, back in 27, May 27, 2017, um, I almost I lost my baby and I also lost my I almost lost my life because of it um I went to I was working and um I began to start feeling some pains you know in my side and my stomach and now I'm pregnant I'm like okay well those are just growing you know just growing pains maybe something is stretching. I don't know um so I kept working I'm a single mom too I have two kids already um so I just kept working I'm like no I'll, I'll get to that later um and I as the day went on, those pains began became stronger and stronger to the point where I couldn't put it off anymore. And something told me, like, get up, get up now and you need to go to the ER. So long story short, I told my boss, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm starting to have these pains. I'm starting to spot. I need to go to the emergency room. And she was adamant about having someone go with me. And I'm like, no, I don't need, you know, no, I don't need anybody to go with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I don't need anybody to go with me. She was like, no, I'm gonna have somebody go with you. And I thank God that she did because, um, from where I worked at the time to, um, the emergency room, cause I was at the hospital already was maybe like five minutes in time. By the time I got to the emergency room, I could not move my legs. I like seriously could not move. And they were like, would well, you sit down in a wheelchair? I'm like, no, you don't understand. I can't. So to speed up the story a little bit, um, I seen the doctor, they ran different tests um, and the pain was like unbearable. So the doctor comes back and he was very rude. And he just told me like, your tube ruptured, your stomach is entirely full of blood and you need to go to emergency surgery. And he completely just walked out. And I was like, wow, like, um, um, yes. So they give me the surgery and I see the surgeon, very nice man, very he, his bedside manner was um was amazing. He was like, listen, this is what's going on with your body. This is what I have to do. Here are the risks. It's a 50-50 chance that you may not make it out of this surgery. I'm gonna try to do everything I can to. To save you, um, so once I got out of surgery, thank God I made it. Um, it was supposed to be maybe like a two, two to three hour surgery. It turned out to be six or seven hours. Thank God I made it out of surgery. However, um, after that, I was healing physically, but mentally I was struggling because they told me it was a possibility that I may never have kids again, naturally. Um, and as a woman, you know, that that, that bothers you. Um, and I still, I, if I'm being honest, I still struggle with that sometimes. But I was healing physically, but mentally I was struggling. And I still wasn't really, I wasn't really saying much, but within six months of that happening, I found out that a very close family member was sexually assaulted. And when I found that out, like, it felt like my whole world shattered. Like I was, I was already barely holding on. So at this point, like I was just done. Um, So trying to trying to uplift her and be there for her and encourage her just watching her go go through all the different things that she went through. You know, she talked to, she had to talk to the police. She had to, um, deal with a trauma, not deal with, sorry. She had to go through counseling and, um, it was a trauma therapist that she went to and she went there for um, a couple years. And during this time, she lost friendship. She isolated herself from, you know, other people because that trust was broken. Um, And with within her doing that and watching her go through that, I also was shutting down. Well, I had already shut down, but that just put me over the top and um, just, it became so hard for her that um, she ended up being hospitalized because of the pressures of the world to just keep going and move forward like nothing ever happened. But the truth is, something did happen. And watching her go through that, and I don't know if you ever—well, I'm sure you have—just uh, watching a family member go through something, you you want to be able to to save them. You want to be able to, you know what? Come on, it's okay. But that wasn't happening. Not, nothing that I did in that moment was helping. So I knew, you know, I knew it was something that I had to do to help her. I just didn't know what it was. And within the baby situation and um, me almost losing my life, but God sparing my life, I knew I was here for a reason. But at that time, I just didn't know what it was. So within a two year span, I had completely shut down, stopped. having company over i took care of my kids because as moms that's what we have to do we don't have no choice in that area but everything else like socially i shut it down i had family and friends to talk to but i just didn't i just didn't i didn't want to if i'm being honest i kept everything inside and you know um growing up just being around different strong women also you're taught you know you don't like with my kids, you don't let you, you don't let them kids see you cry. You don't let them kids see this and this and this. But I agree with that to a certain extent. And then I don't because during like that time.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. During that time. um I call that suffering in silence. So that's basically what I did for two years. I suffered in silence. I kept everything in. And when you do that, that whatever that problem is, that insecurity, that issue, it grows stronger and stronger and stronger. And it becomes harder and harder and harder to um, get past it. So um, within all of that, I had someone that that I know and is close to me saying, Erin, um i know you're going through something and god told me to tell you that if you don't heal then your family won't heal it's like this you're standing right in front of them and you're blocking them so he's trying to heal everybody but until you heal they won't and of course i just busted into tears at that point because how do you know that number one and you're right you're right. I am holding everything in. And I am, I probably would I'm not gonna say probably, I was blocking that healing because I was so hurt. Um, so that's where journey and her shoes came from. I love and, it. Yeah, and the um I started, the, I started working on the foundation of like building the programs during the pandemic. That's why I said the pandemic allowed me to sit down and think of some things that was um, really important to me. So journey came from me. Originally, from me wanting to help one person, which was a family member of mine that had been assaulted, actually, two people. I wanted to help myself because I needed it. And also, I needed to be that resource for her because she confided in me and she trusted me enough to tell me what was going on. So I wanted to create a program for her, not a program, but I just wanted to create something for her where she knew she had the support and the encouragement that she needed so that's where journey
0: came that is is beautiful so now I have some questions since you're life coach yes I want to know what advice do you have for somebody who keeps on repeating the same cycle and it's tearing them down silently but they're not showing it on the surface, but their inside is tearing them down. What advice would you have? It probably depends on the situation. So we can use uh, my situation for, I mean, my disease, for example, I have a so uh, it flares up your body. You, you can be in a wheelchair one day. The next day you go, you won't be able to see. Every day is unpredictable. You either have this or that. And every time you have flare up, sometimes it feels like you have to rebuild yourself up. Uh, because you have to make sure you have the same confidence because you might not be as strong as you were before that flare up. You might not be able to walk after that flare up. You might not have your vision after that flare up. So, what advice do you have people who have to face continuous changes at times?
1: Okay. The first so thing in general, I mean, we all
0: go through changes, it's not just people with disabilities. Well, so, just in general, for people who have right. to change.
1: First, I would share my story with you because that's what Journey in Her Shoes is about. Um, Sharing sharing those hard stories to let you know, you know what, we're not going through the same thing, but I have also been through something that was heartbreaking and life-changing and scary, and I didn't know what was on the other side. So I would hope that my story would empower you in some type of way. And also, I can relate to repeating the same things over and over and over and dealing with the same problems. over and over the first thing with that I would ask well it depends on the person's situation like you said um and how deep we go into it 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 depends on the person and how far you know their mental state and how far they want to go into that problem because you never want to want to push them into something that they really don't want to tap into Um, but I would ask you to be honest with yourself like that's number one because um it's very that seems like an easy task but sometimes it's not it's not easy to be honest with yourself like we can be honest with other people but when it comes to being honest with yourself um that tends to be very hard um another thing i would do with you um I would create custom affirmations for you. When you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror, I'm going to need you to face yourself and say this and say this and say this. Um, I will also ask you certain questions to highlight, um, highlight the days when you are feeling strong and when you are feeling empowered. What does that look like? And I would ask you to focus on those days, on the days that you are um feeling down or feeling like you can't move forward. And another question I would ask you is what is your why? What is the reason why you do what you do every day? And whatever your answer is, I would tell you to focus on that. Like, um, for example, my reason for starting Journey in Her Shoes is because I didn't want another woman or girl to feel the pain Mm -hmm. that I felt. So, on the days where I'm having a bad day, is that a good enough reason to whatever that problem is? Is that a good enough reason to stop empowering women and girls and making an impact in somebody's life? So if I'm just overwhelmed for for Aaron, that's not a good enough a, a reason to give up. You got to keep going. So that mm-hmm. will be um, what I would say to you. It was beautiful. It made me have tears. Why? Uh, Uh-oh! Don't do that because I'm gonna cry yeah. with you. We <laughs> are. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh yeah, I just asked you with sense for breaking the cycle. And what are some affirmations that people just name off some affirmations that people can say to themselves who are facing these facing any type of challenge?
1: Um, I have one and I, I won't go into next because I protect people's privacy. Oh, but yeah. I have one person who um she didn't like herself. She didn't like looking at herself. So the fact that she's just looking in a mirror and saying anything to herself was, you know, very hard. But you know what? I, I am beautiful. I am enough because women, um, Women of all ages struggle, women and girls struggle with, um, am I enough? So tell yourself that every day. I am enough. Who I am right now is enough. Um, I am empowered. I can do all things. And the most important one is either I am not my past or my past or whatever the obstacle is. It does not define me. Mm.
0: Yeah, definitely. We need those affirmations going on. And um, let's see, I'm trying to think if I can think of a personal situation that uh, how do you guide someone who has lost faith or they have trust issues? Because a lot of women have trust issues. Rather, if it's something dealing with their past, if it's molestation or abandonment, or just trust as a whole because they're not secured enough in themselves. What issues, I mean, oh, well, I'm sorry, not what issues, what advice would you give to somebody who has trust and uh, those types of issues?
1: The first thing, again, I would ask them is to be honest with with themselves. The first step with somebody with trust issues or you've been hurt in a certain situation is to acknowledge what that situation was. Like for the assault, um, if, if you just put it in the back of your head and don't, you know, just try to block it out of your
0: memory. I didn't say a little, put a little in the shelf for the quarter. Yeah, always
1: just, always block just block it out of your memory. A,
0: a return to me sticker, like I'll take note right. and return to me when needed. Type.
1: Yeah, that's, that's not healthy. So well, the first thing well. I would tell them is to acknowledge it, say it. You know what? This is like for me, I lost. I lost my baby and I may never have another child. And would I be able to say that two or three years ago? No, I would have broke down. But the more I talk about it, the easier it gets. So that's healing within itself, being able to say, hey, this is my story and to be able to tell it to now. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise you to tell it to anyone. I would advise you to tell it to somebody that you trust. And, um, somebody that you feel like you can confide in, because that's one of the reasons why people don't tell their story. Cause number one, I don't know if Brandy is going to believe me. That I is. don't know if, um, she's going to tell somebody, I don't know if they're going to talk about me. And yeah, like you said, the fear of being judged, but the reality is if I never told my story, um, I wouldn't be helping the people that I'm helping. And with me telling my story or even, you know, the loss of the baby, it's many, many women who who have experienced that. Um, And it's also women who have experienced that and had another child, even even after the doctor said that they wouldn't. And just like the first doctor told me, oh, you're probably you might not make it and just walked out. But I'm still here. So with me just telling that part of it, that can inspire somebody, too. Just because that's what they said to you does not mean that's the end result for you, because I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I
0: always say um, when the doctor tells me I'm not going to use this, this is not going to work. I remember them telling me I wasn't going to walk in. I said, OK, that's you. I said, but I'm going to holler at my guy and I'm going to get back to you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, whatever God has for you is it, that's what it's gonna be. And nobody can stop that. And that's another thing. Like when I started working um on Journey, I kept that to myself. And I kept that to myself because I didn't want I wish all, I
0: had
1: <laughs> I didn't want all the extra comments, or I didn't want anybody to talk me out of it. I knew in my heart that this is what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I asked, I asked the I asked God and he confirmed mm-hmm. it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, one day I was reading the Bible with my kids because I told her, I said that was going to be our goal is to finish the Bible. I've never done that, like read the whole Bible, but my goal was to read it. And my dad, you know, sometimes the words are um, hard for me to understand. So if it's hard for me to understand, it's hard for me to break it down to my kids. My dad was like, I don't know why you're reading that when I gave you one a few years back and it's real easy for you to read. So I was looking for that in the midst of looking for that. I found a prayer request from 2015 and I just, I was like, okay, well, let me just, let me just look at this. And in that on the, on the back side of it, it, my prayer was to start a girl slash support group
0: mm. um,
1: for for girls who struggle, for girls and women who struggle with confidence and self-worth and like literally everything that I'm helping them with now. And I just sat there and told my son, I was like, John, do you see this? This is from 20, 2015. I started journey in 2020.
0: Mm. So yeah, that was my nice. conf-
1: that was my confirmation. I can't.
0: God already yeah, you know, knew, yeah, knew he was going in the same direction that you and God had told you. And I love that when uh, people listen, I, you know, when you step out on faith and you believe in yourself, or you know, it resonates with you and your spirit. When mm-hmm. I came up with one it be," it resonated in my spirit. The definition, I was just like. And you don't have to necessarily have an autoimmune disease to go through an unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battle that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. That is a standard human thing. And I uh, can well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I
1: can I can relate to that because I was shattered. I wasn't even just broken. Like my life was in in multiple pieces. Yeah. And I'm still, yeah. I'm still, you know, learning I'm not, learning. I'm not a hundred percent. Every day is a learning experience. Every day is a day yeah. that I can grow and learn. And I actually, um, my clients learn from me, but I actually learn from them too. I'm inspired by them too. Like I'm inspired yeah. by your story too. Oh, okay. was, and and that's what it's about. Um, yeah. sharing your story. You yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Sister, mm-hmm. saying, win.
0: Huh. I love that. I love women empowering women and want to see the next person win just as bad as you want yourself to win.
1: Absolutely. Because there's no point, in, it's yeah, it's no point in competition. It really isn't. Right. It's it's multiple, um, it's it's enough space out here for everybody. It definitely is. It ain't, you know, yeah. we can get
0: some one percent, you know, we can get some of their stuff too. Um yeah. now this next question I'm just gonna ask you so we can close it out. Uh what? Um advice in general do you have for people uh, just going through life or fighting any type of battle, going through any type of situation, feeling uh, abandoned, feel uh, betrayed, uh, can't love themselves, or um, get tired of the same cycle over and over? Because going through this battle at times, it's like, Deja, vu, oh, here we go again, here we go again. And those are cycles that we can't get away from. That's just our body. You know what I'm saying? I always have told myself, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put her in her place. She needs to go sit down somewhere. But I said, i always tell her, it ain't you. It's me. I'm going to sit down. You're not making me do this. I'm going to sit down for me because if I keep on going, you're going to make it worse on me. So you know, trying to adjust and control the situation. So what advice do you have?
1: Um, I want to make sure I heard your question right. Um, what advice do I have to someone who is struggling with
0: in just everything, life, just in general okay. life, just everything we go through. I just named a couple of battles that people go through, but just in general life, just some great advice that you have.
1: Um, the first thing I would tell her or whoever um, is to love themselves, and that alone will get you through whatever you need to get through. I promise you that because once you once you really love yourself. Um a certain like medical-wise, you can't, you know, you can't really control, you can't control that part of it, but you can keep fighting, you can keep pushing, um, you can focus on on the positives. I wouldn't necessarily focus on the negative things that people are saying or doctors or whoever. Um are approaching you, I will kind of block that out because, um, and it's not that you're ignoring it, but you know what? I heard it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to deal with it and I'm going to process it the way I process it, but falling in love with yourself. Um, it allows you to see things different. It allows you to hear things different. It allows you to set those boundaries. Like, yeah, I heard that already, but not today. Um, It allows you to it allows your voice to be empowered and it allows you to be comfortable hearing your voice and your story. Um, And, you know, sometimes you do, you know, some people are scared to be alone Mm -hmm. and some people don't like to be alone because, of course, it's lonely. Right. Um, But during those times is when you really get to know yourself because you know what what is you know what there's nobody bothering me there's nothing going on nobody's calling me nobody's texting me so let me let me take this time to learn about myself what is it that I really want if I'm stuck and I'm going through the same cycle okay let me write down when this when this happens what's really going on in my life what am I choosing because in reality, um, when you when you're changing and you want something different, it starts with you. It's easy to say, you know what, if that person brings this, that person brings that. But well, what do you allow people to do in your life? And start there. So if you allow disrespect, you know what, I'm gonna set this boundary because you're not gonna have this access. Setting a boundary is like, you know, what, Brandy um I didn't like that you said that to me that made me feel this way or that made me feel that way and I'm just letting you know that from here on out I'm not accepting that anymore from you and you know if that's up to you whether you accept that or not but if you come to me and you're being this way then I'm gonna cut you off and as loving yourself again you you become confident in what you're saying because you do have to set, set those boundaries and sometimes you do lose people and that's okay. Because everybody, you are not for everybody and everybody is not for you. And also, everybody is not supposed to go with you. You're supposed to learn Mm. from some people. They're in your life for a reason or a season. So sometimes, they have to go. And sometimes, you know, you have to you have to acknowledge what you're doing, too. You can't always point the finger at somebody else. So once you acknowledge your your rights and your wrongs in the situation, you begin to see clearer.
0: Mm. This is one of my favorite parts of my podcast. Um, okay. You gave so much information when in-depth, you reached and touched spots. I, I know you touched a couple spots me and uh and you're empowering and you are doing it off your own journey so mm-hmm. okay i'm certifying you as a one sick be the definition of one sick bee is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable undeniable courageous battle that likes those that you hear without warning but you refuse to carry the spirit of broken so I hereby certify you one sick beat, and I thank you for coming on here, sharing your knowledge, and trying to always encouraging other people by sharing your story. And um, I believe that uh, people like you, people like me, we are a chosen vessels that God has chose to deliver a message and to help move forward. So I okay. celebrate you and your journey on journeying our through this program, and wish you much success and. I can't wait to see you at the top so I can be like, I did my interview with her and <laughs> me to, So I thank you for coming on 16B. And ladies and gentlemen, can, ooh, can you also, before we end, can you tell people where they can reach you, where they can find you?
1: Yes, um, I have a website and it's long, so bear with me. It's wwwj ourneei dot com. that was a lot or you can follow me on facebook at journey and her shoes and then instagram is bear with me again this one is a lot is journey j-o-u-r-n-e-e underscore i-n underscore h-e-r underscore shoes, S-H-O-E-S. Sorry, that was a lot. My daughter did that. She wanted to torture me. But however, you can um, reach me on those sites. I do have four programs i did not mention um one program is called girl talk that's for teenagers 13 to 17 and that's just for the girl who is struggling to make friends um struggling with different things about herself and also it teaches her to be the friend that she's looking for in someone else because that's very important Mm -hmm. um girls girls who glow is basically a program for the girl also dealing with something but that's individual coaching girl talk is group coaching um girls who glow is to be is designed to um help that teenager is from 13 to 17 just find find the glow about herself basically it helps with accountability um time management um self-worth and then I have two programs for women, which is More Than Enough. More Than Enough is designed for the woman who is struggling. Um, am I a good enough mom? Am I a good enough wife? Um, just the just the normal things that women struggle with. And, you know, sometimes when we have kids or just, um, just busy in life, we tend to forget who we were in the first place. And More Than Enough takes... It helps you be able to handle what you have going on, but also taking you back to that woman you were originally and helping you meet those goals as well. And the last one is I Choose Me. And I think Mm. that one, that is probably my favorite one because as women, we take care of everybody else and tend to hardly ever take care of ourselves. And if you learn nothing else from this podcast, just go back and listen to the first part where I was sitting at work at the desk telling myself I'm going to sit here just a little while longer. And um, long story short, it had that doctor, that surgeon told me, had I sat there for another hour, I would not be talking to you today. I would have died. Um, so take care of yourself. So that's what I Choose Me is about. It's about choosing you. And that doesn't mean that you don't take care of everybody else, but you take care of yourself as well. And we focus on the things. Hey, Brandy, what do you what is it that you really want? What is it that you want to do? Because your thoughts are important. And I just think it's important to highlight who you are. And some of us don't know who we are. And I forgot the rest of your question. What was it? (laughs) You did.
0: You answered it. I, and I, you, I asked just for all the websites and other information, so you did good. And you gave them your programs, too, which is awesome. So, uh, okay. like I said, take advantage. Um, I encourage any and everybody who follows my podcast, uh, regardless of if somebody encourages you or you feel that they're walking in a purpose and the direction you're going, I encourage you to follow them. Journey interviews resonates to me because of the name and the title. And then seeing the some um, they just resonate. So I encourage you to follow people who are inspiration. Give inspiration to give love. And again, thank you, Kings and Queens. For
1: listening to one thing you know days of fight but every day you get up to perform when you think there's nothing left you gotta know you got more let's not forget the guy send the strongest soldiers to war guys send the strongest soldiers to war eight like, you know days of fight but every day you get up to perform and when you think there's nothing left you gotta know you got more let's not forget the guy sending the strongest soldiers to war guy send the strongest soldiers to war like,